the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, this is interesting. Um, hmm. Uh, this just this just popped up. I didn't see it, so this is kind of breaking news for me. Uh, the state of California has called on four emergency generators for the first time ever to help alleviate the power grid. Now, please remember, please remember. This is the state that is outlawing the sale of new gasoline or diesel-powered vehicles in just a very, very short time, and they're encouraging every American to go, or to every Californian, to go electric. And by the way, I looked it up this morning, the percentage of cars in California that are now electric— now, you, you know where I'm going with this, right? The governor and the legislature, the wacky, loony left in California, wants the residents of California to transition to electric vehicles as soon as possible. Okay, so what is the percentage of electric vehicles in California today? Well, I looked at several different sites, and they have slightly different percentages. But the average that I found was 7 to 7.5%. That's where it stands. And by the way, California has more electric vehicles than any other state in America. And they are now at slightly over 7%. So in other words, 90 to 93% will have to transition to electric. So with only 7 to 7.5% of the cars in California electric, and the power grid is absolutely maxed out. Uh, Again, Quote, the state of California has called on four emergency generators for the very first time to help alleviate alleviate the power grid. Uh, According to ISO officials, power company in California, the generators can provide up to 120 megawatts to the power grid (laughs) by using natural gas. Yes, the uh, technology that the state of California is trying to 
eliminate. Now, if that's what's happening with 7% of the cars being electric, can you imagine what would happen to the power grid in California if 50%, just 50% of the cars in California went from fossil fuel to electric? Can you imagine? And if you were listening yesterday, I told you I did a little bit more research from they they're maxed out on their power right now absolutely maxed out they have rolling blackouts all over california they're demanding that people turn up their air conditioners to 78 to 80 degrees and they're demanding that people do not charge your electric cars during peak hours so In order to even increase the percentage 30%, they're going to have to have at least 30% more generating capacity of electricity in California. And I did a little bit of research, what I started to say. From the beginning of planning until the time that the power plant is in operation— And this is whether it's hydroelectric, whether it's nuclear, whether it's natural gas. The average amount of time is at least 10 years. 10 years. And they want to outlaw the sale of all new gasoline diesel cars in about eight years. So a reasonable person would say, you can't do that. That's impossible. But again, to the liberal left, the mantra is, but we're doing something. Will it work? We don't know, but we're doing something. That's what happened with the pandemic Are you really, really positive that these vaccines are safe? Well, we think they are, and we're doing something. Do you really believe that shutting down all the schools is going to help uh, to keep from spreading COVID to kids? We're not really sure, but we're doing something. Do you really believe that the masks are really, really effective? Do you have actual science to prove that? Well, not necessarily, but we're doing something. (laughs) That is the theme of the left. Don't ask us if it'll work. Don't ask us to prove it. All we know is at least we're doing something. Speaking of doing something, I don't want to omit this. Tomorrow is the National Day of Remembrance for Babies Killed in Abortions. Uh, That's September 10th. Uh, This has been going on for a long, long time. It is estimated that now 64 million babies have been killed through abortion. And tomorrow, September 10th, is the Day of Remembrance for babies that have been aborted. Uh, 
And what makes this year even more significant, tomorrow will be the very first National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Children since the United States Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. So it makes it uh, even more even more important, even more meaningful. Uh, events will be held across the country uh, this weekend. Of course, Sunday is the memorial of 9-11, uh, and tomorrow is the National Day of Remembrance for babies killed in abortion. Sixty-four million. Eric Scheidler, the executive director of the Pro-Life Action League, one of the sponsors of the day, said, quote, Now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, it's time to take stock of the deadly impact this ruling had on our nation over the past five decades. So uh, while we mourn the death of 64 million innocent babies, we can rejoice that the victory has not completely won. But we have won a huge battle in the uh, battle for life, in the battle against the horrors, the evils of abortion. That is tomorrow, September 10th, the National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Babies. All right, we're going to take the final break of the hour, and then we'll be back. And uh, we'll wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. things up here pretty quick, but not before we talk to Mike in Northwest Columbus. Mike, thanks for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Bob. Uh, can I, if you, I remember when you used to call, call a radio station dedicate a song to somebody. I would dedicate a song, Karma Chameleon, to Tim Ryan. He seems to be... <laughs> oh, that's funny and very appropriate. I watched this commercial he's been running about op- opioids, and I thought about it. Now, wait a minute. He's not a public official. He's not in charge of any government or private program. Well, how are these people blaming him for opioid crisis? I don't understand that. I really don't know where that comes from. Well, Tim Ryan is desperately trying to leave behind his very visible record and run as a conservative Republican. He is he is trying to present himself as a conservative Republican running for a Democratic seat in the Senate. And I think it's going to backfire on him, Mike. I do. I, I think it's going to backfire on him. Yeah, that's, you know, I'll call about him again next week on, some, on another one of his things he's been pulling. He pulled... He pulled on the Hugh Hewitt show, a Salem 
radio station host of yours. Yeah, he's pulled some stuff on that guy's show that I caught it. I don't know if anybody else caught it, but you know the guy. Oh, he's when he when he did a news show, he'd call in and try to mimic a Northeast Ohio union worker how he thought they spoke. Yeah, I, I remember when I was a kid. There's something called Hoolhead and Big Chuck. Now Joy probably knows them. They would kind of mimic, make fun of the way the auto workers and union workers talked up in the Cleveland area because a lot of them were were immigrants. Yeah, and that's exactly what he tried to do. He tried to sound like have a different different word pattern for people well, he thinks that are in his audience. Re- remember when Hillary Clinton tried to sound black? Remember that? Yep. <laughs> she, well, Tim Ryan. Um, I, again, I I don't think it's going to work. I don't think he's going to convince Republicans to vote for him. I hope they're smarter than that. And his Democratic base, I don't think, are going to be happy with his positions. He was asked uh, yesterday or the day before, uh, do you think Joe Biden should run again? And he was very clear, uh, no. We need new blood. Uh, we we need yeah. a new team. We need, uh, we need a, a new direction. So... Here is Tim Ryan dissing his own president. Um, he uh, he is a chameleon because if you look at his record, he has been a flaming liberal, a flaming yep. liberal, and he is doing his best to try to hide his record. I don't think it's going to work. I I really don't. And, you know, I'm going to do some research. Is he saying he voted against Obama's trade plan? I don't think that came up for a vote. It's called the Trans-Pacific Partnership. I don't think that was ever voted off. How could he vote against something that never hmm. came up for a vote? I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look into that. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. uh, I don't think the people of Ohio are going to buy what he's selling. No, I hope not. I hope he just goes away. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, Mike, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thanks, All right. Bye-bye. Hey, uh, one of our listeners just sent me a a bit of news out of Tennessee on this drag race, drag queen, kids. I believe we're seeing the beginning of an awakening. Listen, I don't want to mislead anybody. It's just in the beginning. But Boise, Idaho, when they found out that little children were participating in these sexually suggestive drag things, three of the main sponsors said, we're out of here. Well, evidently, they've been having drag events at Tennessee Tech University for quite some time. Well, the administration didn't know what was actually going on. Now, this is not a Christian school. This is a secular school. Here is a statement. I'm going to try to read it quickly because I'm going to run out of time. Here's a statement from the president of Tennessee Tech. I am disturbed and dismayed about the activities in a video circulating on social media from a recent event on Tennessee Tech's campus. I do not feel the activities in the video represent Tech's values. I do not condone explicit activity where minors are present. I also am offended by disparaging mockery toward any religious group. To be clear, this was not a university-sponsored event. 
No university funds were used. Two registered student groups facilitated the scheduling and promotion of the event. Although registered student organizations have the ability to reserve space on campus, the programming should not include obscene, lewd, or explicit activities. The university is investigating the activities that took place at this event and the circumstances surrounding its scheduling and promotion. As of now, all public events scheduled on campus by these sponsoring organizations are canceled pending a review. Now, who are these organizations? LGBTQIA+. He went on. All students, faculty, and staff deserve care and consideration as well as representation and respect. The investigation focuses on the inappropriate involvement of minors and a review of our policies and procedures. That is a, an official statement from the president of Tennessee Tech University. You see, when the light is shown on these sexually explicit activities and these drag shows and and the obsession to get kids involved. This is happening at public libraries, public schools all across America. These drag queens are obsessed, particularly with little boys. Shouldn't that tell you something? Um, just like the awakening we're seeing in public schools, it's small but growing... Maybe there was an awakening concerning all these drag events involving little children. We can only hope so. All right, folks, listen. Be in a good Bible-believing church this weekend. If you don't have one, find one. And please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.